who's the guy on Fushbee? That's right. Okay, all right. Welcome to the first episode of the off-season gradings. Uh, it's me again, Tuan. With me is the Barnacle. That's me. And the Ollie. That's me. Yes. Welcome. I am the Ollie. Um, there are no others. No. Ever. There are a lot right. of Barnacles. There can be Ever. only one. There can only be one. Um, <laughs> Just a quick disclaimer, Barney is pretty um, jittery. He had six cups of coffee already. Yeah, that's um, what we're calling it now. I don't really know what I'm disclaiming. It's just I wanted you guys to know. Yeah, in case, in case there's a tremor that comes through on the mic. Exactly. <laughs> or you guys are like, what's going on with Barney today? That's if, uh, if you guys see something that measures on the Richter scale in Leuve, Belgium <laughs> on the 13th of February 2021... That's what it Dude, was. Why don't you just DDoS us ourselves? Yeah. Come find us. <laughs> um, so the point of the season is, uh, as Ollie uh, mentioned previously in the Baseball Banter podcast, is that every self-respecting talking thing about sports or a sport discusses the off-season. Even so, the ones that don't respect themselves. Like us. The ones that don't respect themselves. And that is us. <laughs> um, so we're going to do that uh, division by division. Starting with um, the AL East, which are which is what we're doing today. Um, maybe just a quick uh, overall look from our AL East expert, which is Ollie, because he's an yeah. Blue Jays fan. What is your overall like quick like take on the off season of the AL East teams? Uh, evil Empire gonna Evil Empire. They're coming back. Oh. They got a lot of big signings. Uh, Jays were a wild card team last year and they're looking to do more of the same this year, maybe even be a little better than they were last year. Uh, Rays, um, uh, Rays lost the world yeah, series. This to the next one. <laughs> Rays. Rays. Uh, yeah. no, I was confused cause it said lost wild card to Rays in, yeah, in I the notes. That oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, they lost the world series. Um, they're looking to go back again this year, I think. Uh, Red Sox have been terrible the last few years, and they are shedding salaries like there is no tomorrow. Uh, so they are a lot of it. still doing that. Uh, and Orioles going to Oriole. So they're bad. Going to stay real bad. Right. We could, we could end the pod there, but we won't. Uh, we'll go a little bit more in detail. Uh, I think that's a pretty good overview. Um, let's start uh, Evil Empire first, the Death Star. Uh, the Yankees... They finished 33 and 27 last year. They lost a division series to the Rays. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of losing to the uh, Rays here. Sorry? There's going to be a lot of losing to the Rays here. Yeah. That's just what this division did last year. That's what this is all about, right? Losing to the Rays? Um, Yeah. I mean, especially last year. Uh, I I, I can remember them going 5 and 15 at a certain stretch last year where they lost 10 games in a row. Mm. That That was fun. rough for Yankee fans. That was very fun for me. It was fun for you. Yeah. Uh, not so much en- for Yankee fans. I enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> um, so we can talk notable losses. I think like most of them are yet to really be a loss because James Paxson is still out there. So he could. Yeah, Paxson and Gardner him. both are still on the free yeah. agent market, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think I, the I, big I, loss for them is Masahiro Tanaka. He went back to the NPB, right? Yeah. Yeah. He, he said, basically, I want 15 million from the Yankees or I'm going back to Japan. And they did so not the give Yankees. him 15 million. No, the Yankees said, no, 
we'll give those 15 million to other players. And I mean, Tanaka is a very consistent pitcher. I don't know if he's a 15 million a year pitcher. The Yankees certainly didn't think so. No, and other teams didn't either. Uh, and Nobody they also lost Jay Happ. Who did he, he went to the Twins? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. They had like a very, they had they had an option on Happ for I think fifteen million, or like around ten million, and they released him, and that's arguably a good thing. But they certainly picked up enough to replace those guys. They picked up the Klubot, Corey Kluber. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead and dive right in, Ollie. Uh, yeah, the, the I'm gonna. Position. So you mentioned Klubot. Um, I think that was a surprise. The, the number was a surprise, I think. Yeah, that's that seemed low for me. Oh, I thought it was high. Yeah. Corey Kluber yeah. has some serious upside, though. Yeah, but he hasn't pitched for two years. That's fair. So. Still. Juan, you got to pick a side on these guys who haven't pitched for a while. Are they upside or are they downside? I, like I said, when we, do, when we were discussing Ken Giles, it's all about the money. Like, if you pay a guy... For two years, you pay him six million. Sure, that's 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 low risk enough. I think Corey Kluber should not have gotten eleven million. I'm happy for him that he did. Very, he performed pretty well in his um, in his showcase apparently. Um, they also traded for Jameson Tyone. Yeah, which is I I think is a really good trade. Um, again, a guy who hasn't pitched in a while. He was he's recovering from Tommy John. Um, so yeah, that basically reinforces the idea of the Yankees rotation being Garrett Cole and the question marks. So yeah. they got, they got Garrett Cole at the top, Jameson Tyone at two, Corey Kluber at three. And then what? Jordan Montgomery as four, Domingo German as five, and Luis Severino as six. I feel like Severino should be higher on that list. Yeah, I think he's still recovering. That's probably why oh, I okay. him to be a number six starter. Um, yeah, so I think... Like the they, rotation, they got rid of Otavio. They got rid of Otavino for cash. Yeah, but that's that's a bullpen. Okay. Um, Picked up like, Darren O'Day in relief. Yeah, and of course they dumped a dump truck full of money in front of DJ Lemayhew's house. They sure did. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, they had to sign DJ Lemayhew. Yeah. I don't think he was more valuable to any other team than DJ LeMayu was to kind of like a real Mudo to Philly kind of thing. Yeah. Where basically the team that lost him had to resign him. Uh, yeah. LeMayu like fits in, is a, is a great like top of the order hitter, has a, a great oppo swing, which works well with the short porch in right field at Yankee Stadium. Um. Six years, 90 million means that they can spread out the AAV so that they can stay under the luxury tax, which is also important, apparently. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I, th- I think the Yankees are done for the offseason also. I think they're in a good spot for the season. Like, we I might see... see them, I could see them pick up one of those starters, uh, like James Paxton or uh, Tyon yeah. Walker or, a ja- or a, an Odo. Maybe not Orizzi. That seems like a lot of money for them to still drop. A lot yeah. of money, but they—they are the Yankees. That's kind of what they do. That's and fair. The clo- yeah, and they could use a little bit more consistency in their rotation. I mean, the potential upside of these guys is astronomical, but we—we we don't know if that's what we're actually going to see. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, I think. I—I I was thinking I maybe like a low-level starter. Consistency. Yeah. I was thinking I mean, uh, potential downsides for this team um, are their bullpen doesn't seem as stacked as it could be. No. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, their offense. Um, Chapman, Zach Britton, and who else? There are no days. Julie, uh, Reggie McLean was decent for the Phillies last year, which says a lot. Chad Green. There's, a, again, a bunch of question marks. Yeah. Very top-heavy, and then no real depth. So it's got to be interesting to see like how they can how how those arms will deal with having with the shortened season and then coming back to a 162 game season. Yeah, the um I'm I'm curious to see how the Yankees will deal with injury if and when it yeah. comes. Definitely. Yeah, that has uh, plagued them in the last couple seasons, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then from an offense side, they're basically yeah, they're they're a powerhouse. Uh, they got the big bats. Yeah, I don't really see a a weak spot in their lineup. I mean, if uh, you can no. bat, if you that's can a bat good, good Gary lineup. Sanchez as your number nine, that's. I think you're good. doing all right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that it's it's the same thing as before. It's injuries. So you got Aaron Judge who gets injured a lot. You got Giancarlo Stanton who gets injured a lot. Gary gets injured a lot. Uh, I think Aaron Higgs gets injured a lot. Glaber gets injured a lot. I mean, I yeah, think just, the Yank- for the Yankees, it's all about staying healthy. Yeah, wasn't there a point last year where like half of their starting nine were injured? Yeah. Yeah, like I think it wasn't necessarily last year. Uh, There was a year where they, like, wait, so Yankees uh, with like potential war loss to injuries was incredibly high. I think it was 2019. Yeah, maybe my pandemic battled brain is still thinking that 2019 is last year. Could be. Yeah, I can't find the number immediately, but. Anyway, um, they they have an extremely deep lineup as long as everybody's healthy. That's basically the idea. Yeah. So Pakoda has them winning ninety seven games uh, at eighty one percent odds to win the division. With Those a are good odds. One hundred and ninety three million. Uh, so they are looking to dominate their division this year. Yeah, I think anything less is a disappointment. Yeah, especially given so, the way the last two seasons have gone. Definitely. Yeah, I think that that again just hinges on injuries. It really yeah. does. The reason we've seen so close to five hundred recently is because of those injuries. So if yep. if that keeps up, then I, I wouldn't necessarily be surprised to see them at a similar place. Or if uh, if there's rotation falls apart, like some people expect that it could. Yeah. Yeah. No, they need to stay healthy for a season. All right. Moving um, on. Then, uh, yeah, what, what are we grading their offseason? I'm giving them a B minus. Don't know about you guys. Um, this seems like a C plus to me. Like, there are a lot of question marks in that rotation still. Yeah. Like, they can definitely improve the grade by signing a starter. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I give them a C plus as well for the same reason. All right. So, I guess our overall numbers and a C plus for the yeah. Yankees. C plus. Yeah. The Yankees offseason. Yeah. Which is like, considering the fact that they're still going to dominate their division, apparently, according to Pakoda, I mean, not too shabby. I think that that's uh, been expected of them for years, though. We give them, yeah, hasn't we give them one yet. more year to see if they can actually make anything with this set of guys. Um, yeah. The, the baby bombers are supposed to become real bombers now. So, All right, moving on to uh, Toronto. Uh, yeah, Ollie, I, I suggest just take it away. All right. Um, That's your team. Yeah. uh, Lost Taiwan Walker. Uh, He was traded from the uh, Mariners middle of last season, but that was the last year of his contract anyways. So I don't think they were expecting him for longer than that. 
Uh, and Ken Giles is out with Tommy John surgery and also became a free agent. And also the Jays have like three guys who combined to be the closer last year. So they can sit, tell any of them to step up and take that job already. Uh, in the meantime, they've picked, they were for a while there. They were always the bridesmaid and never the bride and every big free agent signing. That was beautiful. Beautiful time. Uh, it was not. That was painful. <laughs> and then finally, finally, they signed George Springer to a f- huge deal. I would have rather it be any other free agent that is not from the Astros. Yeah, I but, mean, uh, I think the Blue Jays are cheaters now. Yeah. I I did consider for a little oh. bit just, like, changing my favorite team because of that. Hey, I've been there. I considered it. I wanted to it. change my team earlier this offseason as well, but I stuck around, and look how happy I am now. Yeah. Um... <laughs> yeah. Uh, also picked up uh, David Feltz, traded for Stephen Matz, uh, who's a pitcher with some upside. Uh, Marcus Simeon from picked up from his A stint. A lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of money for one year. Million. Good player um, though. Very good player. But they're yeah, also but only- they're also hey, expecting ahead. to be a very very good team this year. Like that's yeah. what they want. They want they want Bo Bichette, Vladdy. Teoscar Hernandez and Kevin Biggio all to step up big time this year and just become a monster team. I think they're going to be a fun team to watch. Yeah. Basically, like this year is still a test year or like not really a test year, but like a year of like, okay, this is fun. They got these guys will be fun. And then next year will be the year where they have to perform. Yeah, I think yeah, it's kind of weird that they pick up. Uh, what is this? Five notable one year contracts. Yeah. Um, I think they're actually trying to compete this year, and I think these are oh, like yeah, tryout. I think these are tryout deals for a lot of these guys. So I think if they, yeah, uh, if they play well with this team, then they'll get relatively big extensions from the Jays. That seems about right. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, still missing a big starter, I think. Yeah, like they have they have seven projected starters, but I think they're still just missing one big guy. You think they're going to resign Taiwan Walker? You think he's they big could, enough to, yeah. uh, to fill the shoes of that, that empty starter spot? They definitely could. Um, I could see them I could see them make a run for Odorizzi. Get him on a three-year deal. Yeah. Big Odorizzi. I think they're I just looking... fits perfectly. I think they're looking for another big starter, and that's about it, really. Just like Hyunjin Ryu and Robbie Ray, those are lefties, right? And Ross Stripling? Uh, yeah. I think they're all lefties. So if you get like Odo, who's a righty, I want to say... I think so, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's a righty. So I think he also, would be a perfect fit. I they're also hoping years. that uh, Nate Pearson takes that big step up. Yeah, and then, like, you have three years, 45 million for uh, Odorizzi, something like that. Yeah. I think that's a perfect fit. So, Ollie, I know this isn't the content where we do make you guess the stat games. Oh. But he was a, a midseason acquisition last year. But do you know what Taiwan Walker's uh, ERA plus was with the Blue Jays after they picked him up? Uh, it was something ridiculous, right? Like one sixty. Right again? No, <laughs> higher. His, his full season uh, ERA plus, including his time with the Mariners, was one sixty. While he was on the Blue Jays, his ERA plus was three twenty five. It fucking what? Yeah. Yeah, they might pick him up again. They yeah, might do that. They, like he, he definitely proved that he could succeed there. All right, I'm so getting for that. They might just be in talks for how big that contract is. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm liking the look of their squad for this year. Uh, 
they also have a whole bunch of pitching, uh, starting pitching depth. So like while they still want another guy at the top of the rotation, um, guys that are here projected in relief, like uh, Thomas Hatch and Anthony Kay, were both like three to four inning relievers. They're they're basically AAA starters at this point who do really well in a relief role. So if things happen, they can get called up. Yeah, let's see if some of those guys can step up this year. Yeah, here's hoping. Yeah. So they're projected to win 85 games, 7% chance to win the division. Yeah. You think they have I a th- shot? I think they're looking for that first wild card spot. Yeah. That's I what they're going to try for. It. Yeah. They'll probably have to beat out either the Twins or the White Sox for the, yeah. for the wild card spot, I yep. think. I can definitely see that happening. Possibly the Rays, but I don't think the Rays will really get it. That's yeah. what everyone says about the Rays every year. Well, we can we can we can talk about. It. Is there anything else we want to say about the the Blue Jays? I mean, I'll I'll give their off season a solid B. I'd give them an A minus. Yeah, I'm thinking A minus with a shift to A plus if they sign a big uh, starter. All right, we'll, we'll we'll give it an A minus. Yeah, I think the only downside is how much money they have shelled out. Uh, there's potentially yeah. a lot of loss there if some of these deals don't work out. But most of them are are one year deals, and I don't really have an issue with one year deals. Then again, George yeah. Springer, yeah. Their yeah, payroll is also only 152 million. Like they still yeah. got room. They haven't made big commitments yet, so that's why that's why I would go for three years for Odorizzi because you haven't made that big splash except for Springer. There's no real big commitments on this roster. Yeah, yeah it's really sure. just Springer. All right. Um, let's talk Rays. Let's talk let's Rays. Rays. Oh, Last so year, second best team in the MLB. Yeah. Um, and then they traded away everyone their star pitcher. <laughs> um, so, so first of all, I think there's, there's a lot of people who say that the race are bad for baseball mm-hmm. and I can agree with it. I yeah, think I like see, the fact that I see you, what you mean. You lose the world series. You have a payroll of about like, currently they sit at 63 million and then you do, you decide not to add, but to subtract. I think that's, yeah, I, I don't understand the reasoning behind it. I, I, I see why they do it. It's just like, it's not good for baseball. Yeah, I think I think the counter argument to that is just that, like, Kevin Cash works in mysterious ways. And <laughs> that's... I think if they can continue to win and get to the playoffs like this, then I think that's okay. But I think if they do this and now they just tank, then I think that's terrible. I think this yeah, is I a results, results-based thing. Yeah, if they, if they tank... I I I would uh, yeah I I, w- I don't see them tanking yet. I think they have a lot of players that they could still trade if they really want to tank, especially in their bullpen. Yeah, I don't um, think they're intentionally tanking. I think they're just playing a little different game than we're used to seeing. It's just weird because they they got they got Blake Snell on a very co- uh, affordable contract. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a Cy Young winner. He was amazing down the stretch last year. Yeah, weird trade. Then they also refused to pick up the fifteen million option for charlie morton mm-hmm. which was also weird um they lost hunter renfro they lost aaron loop a guy who was surprisingly efficient last year out of the bullpen uh, i have him. i still have nightmares from seeing aaron loop on the blue jays yeah i have nightmares from him not seeing from not seeing him on the phillies <laughs> as he was he was traded to the phillies and then they he, he never played and then it turns out that he was apparently he's apparently a decent reliever, which is something we could have used last year. So, is Chris Archer a suitable replacement for Blake Snell? No, 
No, I think it's really funny that, especially with the trade in hindsight, like the trade to the Pirates, mm-hmm. that he's now back. And they also have Austin Meadows. And they also have uh, Tyler Glass now. And Dick Mountain. <laughs> um, speaking of Dick Mountain, um, he also signed, indeed, Rich Hill. One year, three million. They got Mike Zanino back. Yep. One year, three million. They got Luis Patino, who's a top prospect who came over in a Snell deal. I thought I'd mention him as well. I mean, like, if you're... The thing is, like, all the other big trades that um, the, the Padres made the past year, they haven't really had to part with any big-time prospects, except for Luis Patino. So good on the mer- good on the race from getting him. Yeah. But yeah, I don't really see it. I, I think they're going to take a step back. Yeah, I'm... Of, uh, performance. Yeah. They are, yeah, I'm giving them a C-. minus. I'm, I'm giving them a D-plus. Yeah, like, I'm also is... giving them a D. We'll, we'll stick to D-plus then. Um, I think... I think it's not the worst offseason to have, but it's pretty bad when you consider the fact that they went to the World Series and came two games. Yeah, uh, that's the thing. Away it, from winning it. Is yeah, it, it's it's bad in the context of where they ended last season. Yeah. Yes. I don't think that it's bad in a vacuum. Well, it's bad in a vacuum, but not terrible in a vacuum. No. Uh, all right. I'm Going excited to, the... to see more of Randy Rosarena this year. Yeah, yes. I'm excited to see if he's actually a guy. All right, moving on to the Red Sox. They are in hell. They are, yeah. Um, but at least now they're dumping salary. Yeah. Getting rid of Benintendi, Dustin Pedroia, which has made a lot of people very sad. They've and gone Jackie up Bradley a few Jr. levels. They've um, gone up a few levels of hell. They're still in some circle of hell, but it's not as bad. They still have a payroll of $189 million projected for next year, which is insane. Yeah. Uh, so... That's, probably, that's, that's mainly Chris Sale, um, um, what's his name, Xander Bogarts, Jamie yeah. Martinez, yeah, and a lot of other, like Nathan Eovaldi. How much is Rafael Devers getting? I think, I think he's at like 4.5 because he's in arbitration. Okay. Anyway, um, so a couple of things I want to talk about here is, first of all, Dustin Pedroia. I don't know if you've seen the YouTube video of Dustin Pedroia um, talking about how David Ortiz didn't know his first name was Dustin for a no, long time. No, I didn't see that. So Dustin Petroia was talking about how he... He'd been playing together with um, with David Ortiz for 10 years by then, I think. And he's always batting in front of David Ortiz. <laughs> so Ortiz would have had enough opportunities to hear the name of Dustin Petroia, like announcers or whatever. And then... Pedroia was like getting ready to bat and the catcher told um, the catcher said to him like, hey, what's up, Dustin? And then David Ortiz came up to Dustin Pedroia and said like, what do you call you? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Pedroia's like, call me Dustin, that's my name. And David Ortiz is like, oh, I thought it was Pee-wee. Pee-wee Pedroia? <laughs> uh, so, yeah. uh, g- good shit. David All right, Ortiz, so that's the most interesting guy. thing that's happened to the Red Sox this offseason. Yeah, so, you know, that's, that's like a, a plus for their offseason. That really, like, ups their grade a little bit, I think. No. <laughs> uh, one other thing uh, is that um, Nick Pivetta is on the Red Sox. Nick Pivetta was a considerate 
was considered a breakout candidate for the Phillies in 2019. Um, I, I was on the hype train for Nick Pavetta for a long time. I thought he was going to be amazing. He was named and, our number two starter. And then and he I'm just guessing dropped he wasn't. Cliff somewhere. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, that checks out. And then now he's at the uh, now he's at the Red Sox, and I can't wait to see him like get Cy Young votes at the end of the season. <laughs> All right. Um, so the question is for the Red Sox this year: Do you think that uh, getting rid of these these big three uh, is sort of signaling a rebuild, or do you think they're trying to turn it around rather quickly? I they've got to be going into a rebuild, right? They're like if I this can, were a different sport, they'd be in cap hell right now. I think I think they'll they'll retool. Um, they've still got plenty of quality on the roster. <laughs> Too much for them to completely rebuild it. Because I, I think, like for example, Alex Verdugo, who they traded for with like with Mookie Betts and um, Bogars, Devers, Martinez, Vasquez. Those are, and then they, they signed Enrique Hernandez. Yeah, those I mean, it's big. Moves. It's big names all the way down the roster. Um, yeah, I, they just haven't been able to deliver the last couple of years. I think this is. Um, I think this is a decision season. I think they get to the trade le- deadline, they see where they're at, and they might just yeah. be, might just have a huge fire sale. Yeah, they they could do that at the deadline. I think one of the reasons that they might be might be hesitant to to do a full rebuild is because they're arguably the race window is closing. I mean, maybe it's not. Maybe I'm completely wrong. As everybody, the Blue Jays window is just opening, uh, and the Yankees might also be somewhere. A bit of a question mark, which makes. So you think it's a good time to get in on it? If if we run into a couple of wins by accident this year, we might actually have a shot at getting yeah close to a wild card spot. So we'll see. Um, Yeah, I mean, twenty twenty was also a really weird season, and uh, of course they were awful in twenty twenty. But a lot of these guys have had success in the past, and maybe we'll see with a return to a full length season uh, that some of these guys get back into form. Yeah. Right, Baltimore. I'm gonna ignore twenty. Oh no, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give them a to, solid B. B. They yeah, I give them a B minus. Yeah, they signed. Not so bad, they lost three good. big guys, but they also picked up some, like at the very least, some trade potential. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They're B-minus. not spending too much on the new contracts. They're getting rid of some some big money contracts, which is what you got to do when. Yeah, I especially like the Enrique Hernandez trade. Uh, pickup. I think he's he's a good fit for them, especially with Petroya out now. Um, just a second baseman who can also play the outfield. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that works. And he's he's a decent player. Was good in his time at the. Yeah. All right. Baltimore. The Baltimore Orioles. Who, yeah. if the Red Sox are in hell, uh, Baltimore is in super hell. Where they've been since Edwin Encarnacion sent them there in 2016. What a beautiful, what a beautiful night that was, right? <laughs> oh, it was. I remember the 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 whole thing about them not playing, uh, or like Buckshaw Walter not using Zach Britton in that situation. Yeah, that led to uh, my favorite heckle ever. Uh, later, so in the next, relatively early in the next season, I want to say April somewhere, um, the Orioles bullpen got shelled, and this was also against the Blue Jays. And some dude in the fans, uh, in the stands, just yells, "What are you gonna do now, Buck?" <laughs> the Orioles manager, Buck Martinez. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, fucking amazing! Not a lot of movement for the Orioles this year. No, 
It's no. the, not not a ton of noteworthy uh, losses or acquisitions. I mean, they got Freddie Galvis is a solid player and winner. Yeah, I, I think that that's the big one. Is is I mean, I, I know I'm biased, but we got to talk about Felix Hernandez a little bit, who's yeah, been hot sure. garbage in his last couple of years, but he did win a Cy Young Award, and he's yeah. he's a fringe Hall of Fame pitcher. Yeah, we'll see if we can get it if he can get it back together after leaving Seattle. Yeah, which you know probably. That's how Mariners work. That right. is usually how Mariners work, though. He spent a lot more time as a Mariner than they usually do before uh, they get it back together. That's fair. Uh, uh, yeah, despite you know winning a Cy Young and being one of the best pitchers of the last 20 years, uh, he's never seen a playoff game. And I don't know if the Orioles are the team <laughs> to uh, to join if you want to change that. I also uh, really like Freddie Galvis as a sign. He's a very, very consistent player who basically never gets injured. Yeah, I think Freddie Gauss is like is an amazing value pickup that they're probably going to trade at the deadline. That's yeah, probably how it's going to be. Um, yeah. So Orioles are still very much in a rebuild. Yeah, so I can see them trading away for the guys they have on their roster now. I can still I can see them trading away Trey Mancini. Yeah, he's a good he's a good player. Um, oh yeah, that 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 rotation is just full of names that I've never heard of except for Felix. I know. Um, they, the only guy I knew, Alex Cobb, they traded him away. Uh, yeah. The bullpen yeah. is, yeah, that's just a bunch of trial and error guys. Just throw, st- throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks. It's probably going to be Absolutely. their way. And then wait until their top prospect, Ali, Ali Rutschman, comes up. Um, that's going to be exciting. But I don't know if they have anything else in the tank. Like Orioles, no. where, where their farm system is right now. There were new rankings. I think they're number seven. Yeah, number seven. Yeah. Not the worst place to be. No, but they're like considering how deep they are right now. Like how how far down the Well Baseball America gave them seven and the Athletic gave them the Athletic gave them uh eighteenth. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Well it's not as bad as the Washington Nationals who are at thirty. Yeah. It's also not as good as the Tampa Bay race. Who are first. Hey, Seattle is second. Congrats, Barnes. Thank you. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that when we get to that. So I'm 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 considering not grading the Baltimore Orioles, giving them. They're in hell. They haven't done anything. Mm-hmm. They haven't done anything. They also haven't lost anybody, so it isn't a bad off season. I think I'll just give them an NA. Yeah, you don't get I mean, grades I'd, when you're in hell. Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd give them a B minus. Like, like but, you but can't do so too that, much. That's just so that we can compare at the end of the season to see how they did compared to expectations. B minus it is. B minus. Okay. Who do we predict to win the division this year? I want to say Blue Jays, but I think it's going to be if the Yankees don't get injured, it's the Yankees. Yeah, you got to predict the Yankees in this case. I think. Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah, we'd we'd like to see someone else show up, but it's hard. I'm Uh, with the Blue Jays not proving themselves, and the Rays potentially making downgrades across the board. I agree. I think if the Yankees get injured, then the Blue Jays become the default. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think we can we can revisit it. we can revisit this at the All Star break if it happens and see where yeah, we sure. at. Um, I've got yeah, I've got Yankees top, Blue Jays second, Rays, yeah, below that. I don't think I think they're gonna have a bad season this year, like comparatively to last season. Yeah. Okay. And then yeah, I can see the Red Sox making a. Like being competitive in September, mm-hmm. possibly. 
just because Possibly. like they have a bunch of talent still there. So yeah, so Rays and Sox are probably contenders for that second wild card spot. Yeah, unless the Rays pull some bullshit out of their hats again, yeah. which is what they do. Which is they what do they that. do. They'll find. Uh, are any of their prospects set to come up this year? I know that we're not really looking at, at pipeline stuff. I think Wander Franco is coming up this year. He's coming up this is, year. Yeah, so that's like good. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that potentially helps them out a lot. That Luis Patino uh, is probably also coming up. Well, searching for the Rays prospects on MLB.com gave me a uh, 500 internal server error, so that's got to be good, right? Yeah, I mean, there's there's no way that's not, right? <laughs> okay, Wander Franco's at A+, plus, so I don't think he'll be. No. They got Randy, um, probably Luis Patino coming up. Yeah, Luis Patino's put in 11 games last year. Also got Brandon McKay, who's a, a two-way player. It's interesting. He already made his debut. So. He's a left-handed pitcher and a DH. Hmm. All right. Uh, I think that concludes our uh, AL East uh, grading. Um, we'll be back next week with the AL Central, which is going to be a dumpster fire of a division, I think. Woo! Oh, no, wait. That's dumpster. the AL West. Sorry. No, I mean, uh, all of the American... Yeah. <laughs> the whole non-East American League, I think, is uh, going to be kind I of feel dumpster like fire this year. the AL Central is like a tire fire, like mildly interesting, but still like something you don't really want to watch. And then like, there's the AL West where it's a dumpster fire and you just can't take your eyes out of it, like away from it. Yeah, hey, we got to know. way for, uh, for 20 years for some of us. Is this the year that Mike Trout makes the playoffs again? I think you know, we, signed... we'll talk about that in two episodes, I think. Yeah, yeah that's if fair. If they signed another pitcher between now and in two episodes, then maybe we can say yes. For now, okay. I don't think so. Mike Truck. Mike Truck. truck. All right. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, Be sure to check out our other stuff on the YouTube and Spotify and the other stuff where you get your content. Uh, MBGF. We're on Apple Music now, right? We are also on Apple Music. We are also on Google Podcasts. I think we're on seven platforms with our podcast right now. Seven entire platforms. Anywhere you get your podcast, be sure to check us out. Find us on uh, YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts because I guarantee YouTube ain't it. Nope. That ain't it. All right. (laughs) See you later. A goodbye.